You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Seven straight losses, an ejection, chippiness, a Hayton goal, a Krause goal, a Gunther goal. This game had it all, PD. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, Craig Morgan, calling in from the mullet shortly. PD, <laughs> what do you got you, off you the top? It. You nailed it. You, you said it like Stefan on Saturday Night Live. This had it all. It had. <laughs> do you know who that is? Yes, I you know, do. It had ejections, a Gunther goal. It had, <laughs> <laughs> called the mullet. That's what exactly what you sound like, sound like Stefan. It did have everything. And I tell you what, I get I get the frustration of the Coyotes. I get it. And, and I, you know... First, let's start with Keller. Keller's not a dirty player. He's not. Will he get suspended? My guess is yes, he's going to get suspended. You can't cross-check someone in the throat or the head. You can't. You're going to get suspended. But he was frustrated. I mean, he's getting cross-checked from behind, and there's no call. And, you know, I I, I rarely pick on the referees, but that's got to be a call. If that penalty gets called, then he, he doesn't, doesn't retaliate, retaliate on his own. And then there's no um, five minute. There's no misconduct. There's no game misconduct, and the game goes on. And 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 I and I saw that there were a few moments like that. We you talked about with Chikrin, the Chikrin earlier when Chikrin gets in a little skirm in front of the net where Moser takes the penalty. There was a you know a, another little cross check slash thing along the wall. I don't care if you call them both, but make the calls and make them more consistent. I think yeah. that's what makes it hard for the players. Just make it consistent on both teams, and everybody will be fine. I think. Keller's going to get suspended. That is wrong. You can't do what he did. However, you'd like to see those calls being made both ways. And there should have been a cross. Make it a two for him and a five for Keller, and they still get the power play. Back. But um, that that's where it gets a little frustrating. Yeah. So you do think he's going to be suspended? I do. I, I think every time you stick up around your head. You know, he's a, he's a first-time offender. He's not a malicious player. It's not a guy that, that's had these kind of issues before. So I... I, I'm thinking one. Um, I know people in our chat have said two. You know, if you're a, an a Ottawa Senator fan, you might be thinking two. I, I don't think it's – I'm going to say one. We'll get Craig's expert opinion when he comes on, but I'm going to say one. Yeah, I just it – w- it was interesting. It was 
it seemed like very out of character for Keller. Um, you know, obviously he's more of a skilled goal scoring guy. Obviously the Coyotes all-star, not one that you really usually associate with cross-checking people in the neck. Um, and you could even tell when he got ejected, like he didn't fight, he didn't argue, he didn't yell at the ref. He just kind of skated off. Um, Coach Churn, you didn't even try to make an argument. Like, I think we can all agree that that was unacceptable and probably worth getting kicked out. But like you said, if they had called the initial, not just one cross check, not just two, like at least three, um, then he wouldn't have retaliated. That doesn't excuse the way he retaliated because you shouldn't do that. Um, That's unnecessary. But to add it in the context of they've lost six straight games. It's been an extremely frustrating stretch. You can tell this was a chippy, chippy game. PD and, and you can see it in the numbers, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but that first period, ni- 19 penalty minutes alone for the Coyotes, just in that first period, that's almost an entire period's worth of minutes. Um, this was a really, really chippy one. Yeah, and it, it starts again. It's it's where the, the referee can stop this early if you start taking guys to the box. And I mean, take two, take two. If you get the, the slash and, and, you know, it's a little skirmish after taking both. Make it four on four, and then they'll you'll set a standard for the game. When you don't set that standard early, then players go, okay, well, the rules are a little different tonight, and we can play a little looser. And sometimes that's okay. Players will tell you, as and as I said before, as long as it's consistent both ways. And I I'm not convinced that it was tonight. And I, and I I'm one that rarely says anything about the refereeing, but that's where you saw the chippiness in. If you don't stop it early, let them go, but let both sides go and. And I, I think, think you're right. It had a little bit of that, and I hate to say the word playoffs, but it had a little bit of that intensity to it. Yeah. You, oh, my gosh. Anything could happen here. And, and I think, you know, you, 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 you were glad when guys were sticking up for their teammates and it was a little rough. And you know what? It's hockey. So I guess that's okay. Yeah. And, and I guess you do have to give the Coyotes props for, you know, sticking up for themselves. And even amidst this seven now seven-game losing streak, still, you know, being competitive, still standing up for each other, um, you know, still getting in there. I think I think that's a good sign, at least in terms of the competitiveness. And something I saw um, on Twitter and in the Discord was, you know, we, we always talk about the mantra for this whole season is keep it close and competitive. And this felt like the first game in quite a few of these losses that had that. Maybe not so much in the beginning of the game. I thought, uh-oh, like, here we go. Here's a really bad blowout. Um, on the way, but it, it, in the end, it turned into maybe more of that close competitive game. There's obviously a ton the Coyotes need to clean up if they if they want to win games, especially against the teams they have coming up here. Um, but as this one ended up being closer and more competitive. Than- yeah, but to your point, Leah, this one had ebbs and flows again. I mean, this is a game where. Hey, let's face it. Ottawa was all over this team at several stretches through the first two periods. I mean, Vamelka held a minute again, and they were outshot badly, and they were getting beat badly. But the difference between this year and last year is they did not have the ability to come back last year. This year they do, and it was you know what do we say? It was one two. It was three to one. Cross makes it three two, and you go oh, get excited again. It's it's they're 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 still battling back, and then. Auto scores made four to and you go, well, it's over. 
there's no way. Well, then, then no, they, yeah. they keep going and they keep going and they keep going. And just like we say, I, I, I am going to get to the point where I'm just going to replay shows. It's somebody different every night. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Keller tonight. Tonight it was Krauss and Hayden. And, and it's, by the way, Hayden, keep an eye on that because he's on a little bit of a streak right now. And he's, his offense is absolutely clicking. And you can tell it is when the last three minutes after he scores and they're trying to close the gap, he gets right back out there again. So the coaches are feeling feeling the Barrett Hayton wave too. So um, this team doesn't quit. And as a fan base, compete, work hard till the final buzzer, but get Connor Bedard. That's it. Yep, absolutely. Well, let's take a look at this one by the numbers because there's some shocking ones here on quite a few different lines. Um, obviously, you got the final score, which will add that that last Ottawa goal was an empty net goal. So it wasn't a one goal game until the final um, less than a minute. 47 shots on goal for the Ottawa Senators, PD. Um, <laughs> I know this is something we're used to. The Coyotes haven't actually seen this in quite a few games, it feels like. Um, but 47 shots is a lot. 29 for the Coyotes. One for two on the Coyotes power play. One for four for Ottawa. Finally, the Coyotes power play waking up. But it seems like when it does, they're penalty kill also lets in one uh, they can't really have it all and then hits um <laughs> i was wow. debating whether or not to put penalty minutes or hits on this line both tell a story but 38 to 39 hits is a lot i mean normal in a normal game you tend to not see that many and just for the record the penalty men- minutes ended up being 31 penalty minutes for arizona six for ottawa so wow. How about that? Wow. Let's go right to the shots. At 47 shots against, this is the second highest um, shot total given up by the Coyotes this season since opening night when they gave up 53 to the Penguins. And that is a lot of shots. And and we've said it before. Vimelka has, we gave up four tonight and was actually pretty good in, in giving up four. But we talked about him playing better when he's rested. And you're not rested when you're getting that kind of rubber thrown at you. You're just not. And, and this team failed to defend the blue paint. They failed to keep the buck on their stick. And there were turnovers inside the blue again. But their defending in the blue paint uh, around the Melka today was, was poor. Um, we've seen it over and over and over again where they've, they've been unable to to defend that area of the ice. And, and it's... <sighs> it's catching up to this team and, and, you know, I, I, I feel bad for Vamelka having to face this number of shots. He's, it's a, it's a target. He's a, you know, a shooting gallery out there. It's target practice for the opponents every night. And they, they, they've got to figure out a way to do that. And the best way to do that is, is first of all, stop turning the puck over. That's number one. Um, and if they stop turning the puck over, maybe they can limit it to under 40. I mean, is that even a win under 40? I remember when you used to want to keep it under 30, but we're, we're, like, God, let's start with 40. This is the, it's hard to win hockey games when you're giving up 47 shots. It's just hard period. Yeah. And it's, it's also hard because and another uh, consequence of Keller's ejection was coach Sherini plays an 11, seven system. So you lose a forward. Now you're playing a 10, seven. So they were short guys. It's honestly a miracle. They didn't get called for another too many men on the ice penalty <laughs> as they always do. Um, but it's just hard. You're, if when your forwards are out there all the time like that, you know, you get tired, make when you're tired, you make mistakes and not just tired in the game, but tired on this grueling January schedule that they're on playing every other night 
and back to back on the third <laughs> night. Um, it's just, it's just grueling. So I do feel for this team because I don't know how, the game that's going to get them out of this. Um, you know, the, if you clicked on this video, the thumbnail is bad for Bedard. We had Chris Peters on the show the other day. He gave us a very convincing pitch about why this team should lose um, as far as, you know, from the fan perspective, but for the players in the room and the staff and for morale, this isn't what you want. And I don't know, given their schedule, <laughs> how they're going to come out of this. Yeah. It, it, there's a couple of things I want to address that you just said. One is the 11 seven. And when you go down to Keller, he plays four minutes and he's out for the rest of the night and you go, okay, you're down to, to 10 forwards. But if you look at the numbers, no, no big surprise here, but Zach Cassian plays seven minutes. Hmm. They have, a, they have, a, they have 10 forwards. So on it's the bench really only plays, three lines. So they played play. nine. Yeah, that's like a, you do that in peewees where you play three lines. You don't do it in the National Hockey League in a sixty-minute game where guys are grinding this hard. To play nine forwards, three lines is tiring. And we talked about the hits. Think about that it takes out of you. Just uh, all that physicality and up against the wall and that grinding. It's physically exhausting. And to play nine forwards during that, I, I think that really puts you behind the eight ball. So for them to come back in this game with playing three lines is even that much more impressive. Um, so I, I think it's just a matter of time. And we'll talk about Zach Cassian probably at another time. But I, I, as soon as you see O'Brien uh, or Michelli healthy enough to come back in the lineup, I, I think Cassian's coming out. If, if he can't get more minutes when you're playing 10 forwards, um, the, the, there's a concern with what he's able to provide your team. So that that is definitely an issue. We knew what this game was going to be like. We talked about Ottawa. We talked about the number of goals this team scores. And, and when they play head to head, it's going to be, a, you know, last man wins. And it was, it was a, it was a, you felt they were there and they thought they had a chance. And, and I, I, I appreciate the effort they came in the, in, in the comeback, but fell just a little bit short. And you know what? That's okay. Yep. Cue the uh, Chris Peters quote. I know, right? I, 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 that was the one thing I forgot to upload uh, for us tonight, but it's on our Twitter. Um, basically, he said, keep losing if it, this is what you want. Uh, if you're anywhere near, near the bottom, you should be losing. And that Coyotes are. Um, PD, let's get into your keys from tonight because once again, right on the freaking money with these tonight. Last goal wins. Okay, Leah, um, you just so now yeah. my microphone. I did it again. Yeah, yeah, you did. It, it's okay. It's, it's fixed. okay now. Yep. <laughs> God, what is with me? I'm just not a tech wizard. I gotta sometimes I check it and then it's right and then I don't. Yeah. Um, last goal wins. I was. It, it is going to be one of those shootouts. So you better be the team that's on the top side of the the shooting of the goals. No penalties. <laughs> well. They did not win that one. The, the no penalties, clearly, you talked about the numbers of penalty minutes and the number of times they were in the box. That was a, a huge problem tonight. And again, we, we talk about how chippy this game was, so it's not a big surprise that they only gave up one goal when they were down on a five on three is actually part of the surprise. And Hayton's heater. Uh, there you go. Giddy up. He's still, he's still rolling. So I think they hit one of them. And that yeah. was the heat and heater. And that's not enough to, to win the game. But can we talk about another penalty? Yes. Can we talk about the 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 challenge? Yes. The coach's challenge? Yes. And actually, we did have a question in 
the chat from Clinton who said, PD, would you have challenged for goalie interference? Seemed like the contact was after the goal. So why risk it? And just to add one more layer of context also, this challenge happened while the Coyotes were on a the penalty kill on Clayton Keller's Keller. five minutes. So you don't get your guy back on the ice if you get scored against because it's a major penalty. Um, so the risk was even higher because normally you risk, like if your challenge is overturned, you risk going on a penalty kill one man down. They were risking going two men down. There was still a minute 55 left in the penalty kill. So it was a huge risk, but PD, I'll throw it over to you as a former video coach. And and here's, here's the deal. Yeah. When you change this rule from losing your timeout to getting a penalty, the odds, and this becomes much more serious and you better get it right. You're already down one guy, which you mentioned. So, and I, it is easier to make this call from my living room than it is the coach's room. Let's start with that because I have no skin in the game. I have no pressure. There's nobody yelling in my ear. It is much, much easier to make the call here. To me, and I texted you before they made the call, I said, "Ah, I think this goal is going to count. Mosier's stick is what makes contact with the helmet, and the additional contact happens after Mosier pushes him into the goalie. This goal is going to count. I wouldn't have called it, but I'm not making the call. And I know how hard it is under those circumstances. And here's what happens. Whether it's a coach on the bench or the video coach in the room, they see something. You see one thing. You don't You don't take the entirety of the context. You see one little thing. And when they saw the helmet come off or that contact with the head, that might have been the trigger for a coach on the bench because they have the, the monitors at their feet. They said, no, he hit his head. We got to call it back. Instead of going, okay, the puck crossed the line before the real head contact was, was applied. So... You can't make the call. I, and I think when you put all of those things together, and I, and I think it's hard to quiet the noise. And it's hard because you're you're a Coyote employee. You work for the Coyotes. You're cheering for the Coyotes. Inside the building, it's loud. So the coach is on the bench. They're taking emotions. You want the goal to get called back. You're mad. You see the goalie's mask in the corners. So you take all and, this And Veggie in. was yelling at the ref because I yes. think – and, and you're reacting to how your goalie is reacting to. So you have to take those in, and you've got to push that all aside and go, okay – I'm not working for the team now. I'm, how do I see this? What do I see? And you have to do it in 90 seconds or less. What do I see? And I, that's the way I saw it. I saw the stick was Mosier. I saw the contact with the head was post the goal going in the behind Vimelka and across the goal line is when the the um, Ottawa player makes contact with his head. Goal was going to count. I wouldn't have called it, but I understand why the call was made. I do understand it. So I do see that those things happen. And the other thing that you pointed out is the goalie reacting. The one thing that I used to say to our goalies when it was Mike Smith or Antti Ranta, I would say, hey, sometimes I miss it. Clearly on that one is helmet came off, so you don't see it. But react, react. If you think you got bumped, throw your arms up. Make a big deal because that's going to cue me. Hey, I Hmm. need to start looking for something. So make sure you react if you think you were interfered with because it'll help cue everybody else. Hey, we got to start looking. The goalie got hit. And so I think that that's, that, that is what Vimelka did as a video guy would have said, Hey, he thinks he got interfered with. So let's find it. Hmm. It's just unfortunate because it did put him down five on three. The good, the good news is they they were able to kill those. And and that's five on three is hard. That's hard to kill, especially now you're deflated. And it was a long one. It wasn't just 30 seconds. (laughs) 
It Sorry, was. that took a long time. No, that was interesting. An interesting tidbit about letting the goalie know to do that. So we appreciate your your coach. And I don't want to put the heat on the, the the video coach. That could have been called by the the head coach or the assistant coach yeah. making it, and they saw something at their feet that, and they make the call. So you yeah. never know. Yeah. One more question for Coach Petey. Uh, this one's from blatantly asked nine. What was the deal with the puck drop at the end with Hayden getting tossed? Did you see that? Oh, with the forty five seconds after the goal. I think so. I'm sorry, blatantly. I, I honestly, I missed it. I, I don't know why he got tossed. Was it the last face half of the game? I think so. I, okay, I tell you what. I will. I promise. I will <laughs> review it because that is so. Because see what happened after they got the empty net goal. Well, you kind of just like you start getting ready for the show. We getting ready yeah. for the show. <laughs> yeah, and we started to work because Gossip Bear gets a ten minute misconduct after the hot one. So I, I don't know, and I, I wish I don't like giving I don't know as an answer, but I honestly don't. Eh. It's okay. We we usually you usually know, so it's fine. Um, PD in in this one, one of your keys was the twenty nine combined goals in the last three meetings. Um, so and obviously we all remember the Nick Schmaltz game against Ottawa. So you might have been inclined to take the over in this one, given the history. And if you did, mm. congratulations on winning your bet because. I mean, this was kind of a, an easy one for the over to hit. I was trying to get the gamblers on there on key number one that hopefully the gamblers are <laughs> in that, gosh, maybe I should hit the over because if anybody asked me straight up, I said, Dono was going to win, but take the over. I took the over. Good. And I will say, I in the office today, I said, by the way, like I would take the over in this game. And Shane, I don't know if you're still here in the chat, said – well, that means it's not going to happen because, like, the history would say, listen, sometimes it's a curse and sometimes it, it's it's true. It's reality. Um, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, listen, Petey's been on a heater with betting. So, if he's giving you hints in the keys, I would take them because these keys are usually pretty accurate. You could have made yourself some money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you want some free money right now, all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice. And if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details and uh by the way if you have any questions for coach pd here you can ask them in person yourself tomorrow night at the phnx tea party at dobson ranch presented by four peaks uh, i can't wait i can't believe it's tomorrow already like i can't tell you how excited i am for this event free samples of four peaks beer free mountain mike's pizza chop shop Burrito Express, all of them. Everyone will be there giving giving out free stuff, not to mention the golf, not to mention the games, not to mention the good company. So come join us, plus Suns game on the TV at the PHNX Tea Party. If you haven't gotten your tickets, I, uh, you can just come up and probably buy them at the door. I don't know if that's true, but I am going to claim that. <laughs> if, if not, I will make sure you get in. Um, but come join us. We appreciate Four Peaks for helping us put on this event. and. Exciting news. Last Wednesdays are back at Four Peaks. This month, PD, January 25th. Join the PHNX crew. We'll be there. Our show is the first one of the day at 11 a.m., but we're going back to back to back to back to back all day. All of our shows at the A Street Pub. 
um, live and in person, enjoy $3 beer specials and come say hi to us at last Wednesday. So you must be 21 or older to drink, but not to come to Four Peaks um, and enjoy responsibly. We got a $1.99 super chat from Vaguely Sober, our friend popping in after the DNBR sadness. Vaguely, just know that your sadness gave us much gladness. Our sadness. I feel I mean, I don't feel bad for DNVR or the Den. They're they're still they're fine. parading around their cups. So I'm not too worried about them. But losing to the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, buddy. Vaguely, that's tough. Thank, but thank really, you. Really good for us. Really, really, really good for us because we keep saying we can't close that gap. Now, guess what? Like the destiny the is gap in our own hands. Is closing. It's five. Five. It is five. Three more games head to head. That's a total of six points. The destiny is within your grasp. Just lose three games to the Chicago Blackhawks, and boom. <laughs> I know, and, honestly, and we have and we have a new bottom team. It's the Columbus Blue Jackets. How about those apples? You like apples? I'm I'm worried. I am worried though. I, I am worried about the um those um the ducks. <laughs> They're bad. <laughs> yeah, the, Chicago. We keep saying about Chicago. They have some good players. Athanasio, Max Domi, the Kane and Taves. I know Kane was out tonight, but they have some good players. Anaheim, boy, howdy, that's not a good team right now. I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried about that team. I think Chicago's going to win some hockey games. I really do. And I know Arizona's going to win them. I'm just worried about the Ducks. Okay, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get yep. to it. Yeah, but today's um, a good day. It's a good. It day is. For the it tank. was a good day for the Great tank. For the the only thing that didn't happen was Columbus lost, Columbus. but everybody else who needed to win did. Who needed to win? When yeah. you know what, listen, I know I was talking into my mic and I wasn't talking into it for it's the okay. 20 minutes. So. Montreal won, Chicago yes. won, great day. And on this positivity note, PD, let's talk about the positives from this game because there were a couple. And we're going to start with who do I want to start with? Let's start with Dylan Gunther, um, who comes back from the World Juniors. We talked about his performance in his first game back, kind of an adjustment for him. And tonight, you see exactly why the Coyotes drafted this guy, a sniper, a goal scorer. That shot was unbelievable. A goal scorer's goal, if I've ever seen one. His fourth goal of the year, and all four of his goals this year have come on the power play, which is really interesting. He is uh, a leader among rookies, first among rookies, actually, in power play goals this year um and now with two of his goals against ottawa senators he scored his first goal ever against ottawa and then tonight 50 percent of his career goals come against ottawa just a fun little stat for dylan gunther um so he also had an assist on the kraus goal which we'll get to in a second but because of all of these achievements dylan gunther gets to wear the crown as tonight's DraftKings king of the game golden gunther one goal one assist and five shots on goal um, which is great for him. So he definitely had an impact tonight. What's the bigger honor for for a Golden Gunther? Do you think the gold medal and the golden goal in Canada's win at the World Juniors or being named PHNX's DraftKings <laughs> King of the Game? Oh, I mean, he's framing that graphic yes, and putting it on his ceiling so he can stare at it at night. a lot of weight. But, but the one thing about that goal, Leah, is, is he, comes, he's, he comes onto the ice within... Three seconds, he scores a goal because that's what goal scorers do. As the puck's coming into the zone, they're getting onto the power play. Player changes so they get the power play unit on. He steps over the boards, 
stick on the ice, ready to shoot, and that's what goal scorers do. He was ready for that play. He knew exactly what he had to do when he jumped over the boards. And one thing that drove me crazy, or still drives me crazy, when guys jump over the boards and they're still putting on their gloves or they're putting in their mouth guard or they're adjusting their helmet or their sticks upside down, get ready to goddamn play. Gunther jumps over the boards, stick on the ice, he's ready, he jumps in, and he, like you said, that's what they got him for. That shot that he took, you saw it in juniors, you know he's got that shot. He can beat a goalie clean from the top of the circles, and he goes and does it. So it was a hell of a play by Dylan Gunther. Absolutely. And uh, here, if I was going to say here early, but we've literally been talking for 30 minutes um, already. But Craig is here, so we'll welcome in Craig. Craig, hello. What's up, guys? Heard you talking about Dylan Gunther. He was screaming for the puck on that play too, Petey. That's, that's awesome. That's what you want to see. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it much. His first game back, I thought Dylan Gunther looked lost. Didn't look like he was completely out of place on the ice. And I was like, uh-oh. I thought, you know, momentum it should carry him over. Tonight, he looked like he belonged on this team. So you want to see more of that moving forward. Yeah, and Craig, you talk about the World Juniors, and it is the best players that are 18 to 20 years old, and the intensity is there, but it is not the National Hockey League. You're not playing against men, and it's a different pace and a different speed, and I, I agree with you 100%. He didn't just jump right back in and, oh, I'm ready. It wasn't that. It took him a game under his belt and, you know, the travel and the excitement and all those things wearing off. But tonight he fit again. He, he looked good tonight. I thought he skated extremely well tonight, um, and his line was really good tonight. Mm-hmm. They and just, it felt, it felt like he kept coming back over the boards, but I also don't know if that's because the Caddies were really only yeah. playing three lines tonight. <laughs> Ten forwards and Troy Sketcher. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy to lose Keller. I, and li- listen, I get the call. Absolutely. It's it's retaliation, and he cross-checked him in the throat, but I felt like there could have been two calls on that play. The, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's I'm what, sure you guys what, talked about that. Yeah, that was right off the top of what we wanted to know from you is, do you think he'll get suspended? And if so, how many games? I haven't had to the chance to check into that yet. I am curious about that, but I will I will ask that question. Okay. Well, yeah, we, we, we spent quite a bit of time talking about that. But Craig, we're actually not done talking about the game, so you get to be part of our conversation. We already thought <laughs> I, I waited 30 minutes. I thought I was clear. <laughs> well, we already did all the negative stuff, so you okay. just get to be here for the fun stuff. Um, and let's talk about Lawson Krauss, because I know he's he's a friend of, friend of the program, Lawson Krauss. Um, he'd been a little bit quieter recently. He's having an unbelievable season. Um, but hadn't scored a goal since December 27th, hadn't recorded a point since New Year's Eve, finally got uh, on the score sheet tonight, and uh, it was a big one. His 15th goal of the season, now back on pace for his 30-goal season. What do you uh, think about Lawson Krauss tonight, Well, more importantly, it's what I think about my story tomorrow, Leah, because it's all about (laughs) me, and I have a note on Lawson Krauss at that (laughs) 30-goal pace, so I was, you know, I came into the night thinking, if I want to see one thing tonight, it's Lawson Krauss scoring a goal so that my story will work tomorrow, and and now it does. So that's what I think of Lawson Krauss. I think, thank you, Lawson, for making sure that my story still works. But you're right. He had been in a bit of a slump. And don't forget, they lost Matias Michelli, and that line was really clicking. He was he was playing really well with Matias Michelli and had to adapt to new line mates. First, it was Michael Carcone and Jack McBain. And you see how things are getting a shuffle shuffled around here. So it's gonna have a little bit of an impact. And and of course, this entire team has been slumping recently. So it's not just loss and Krauss. If you look up and down players' performances over the last seven games or so, you're going to find a lot of guys that haven't produced a lot offensively. But 
again, it was good to see him get back on track. Um, it looked for a while like they might rally in this game. Um, the Coyotes didn't defend particularly well tonight, I thought, but the Ottawa Senators don't defend particularly well either, which is why I said at the beginning of the season in our preseason preview that they weren't going to make the playoffs, and I still don't think they're making the playoffs. Yeah, Craig, you hit it on the head. This team, that Ottawa team, first of all, they're they're boy, are they fast and fun to watch mm-hmm. offensively. So that's why you get these kind of scoring outputs. But but for Carlson, I thought that line was good. And and you talked about Michelli being off that line, but Gunther has been able to to slide in there and fill in. And I, I that was a pretty nice dish by number oh. 17, Nick Bukestad. Which way are you talking about the fish dish to to Gunther or oh the fish dish that's actually pretty good that was a hell of a pass too that was a good pass can we talk about Christian Fisher because he he didn't play a lot tonight fired that pass like he didn't play a lot tonight and I'm trying to figure out what's going on there I don't get that one I really don't get that one BD you have any insight as a coach on why Christian Fisher just isn't getting more opportunities I don't. And he, he's playing 14 minutes. We talked about Cassian playing seven tonight. Um, he yeah, was well, in. That one fits. <laughs> yeah, that one does fit. Um, unfortunately for Christian Fisher, it's when you're chasing a game and you're behind, and this team was behind from the outset. Unfortunately, Christian isn't that guy that you go, hey, he's going to get. I know he scored more this year than he has traditionally, but it's those other two lines that you're getting out more often because you got to think that with, you know, with Schmaltz and Krauss and Gunther and, and Bugstead, those are the guys that are going to get you back into the game. And you're so you're going to get all your offensive zone starts to those top two lines because you need the goal. And that's what happens when you're chasing. And unfortunately, Fisher plays more of a role. He's a penalty killer. And he plays a good, solid 200 foot game, but. When you're chasing a game, you're going to get your horses out. I don't know. I know we like Fisher, but I don't know if he's he's the guy that you're considering your horse. Is there anything that he goals. can do to earn that at this point? I, you know what? It, it starts perception becomes reality, and then yeah. and you get that built into you. It takes a long time to shake that. And, and this is not a knock on Fish. He's more offensive this year. He's probably going to set nearly his career pace for goals and points. It does take time to shake that, and and it's been. You know, it takes a while to get there and it takes a while to come out of it. And, and again, you know, Craig, if you're the coach and you got to get a goal, you're putting Schmaltz over the boards. You just are. And if it's Schmaltz and Keller with Keller out, I, I guess maybe you could have filled some of that ice time too. It's just the reality of his role on this team right now. And I don't think yeah. it's a bad thing. He's still, he's playing 14 minutes. He plays important minutes. He, he yeah. plays important he, he got power minutes. play time tonight. That, that was yeah. a power play goal that so he, he assisted on. He's getting, but, you know, but you know he wants more. You know yeah. he wants more. Uh, for sure. For sure. For yeah. Sure. yeah. And, and, By the know. way, I, I like this angle tonight. I, I think I'm yeah, it's much go. better. I, know I like it's a, you're in a suite on the other end of the. Yeah, yeah and it's I like kind of it. a good angle here going. Yeah, like all you, this. You no cleaned dis- your no camera disco today. Ball. Yeah. I, it wasn't the camera. <laughs> it was Vaseline for sure. Oh, buddy. He said, yeah, where's the might coat? Have been, might have been pizza grease. Maybe it's that. Maybe that's what sport it was. Coat. Where's your sport coat? I have, buddy, I've been wearing a suit here for like a month. Where you been? It's too cold here. I'm not wearing a suit. Nobody had a coat on. It's too cold. This- oh, Nobody had a coat on. A jacket. Yeah, you mean just yeah. a jacket. Yeah, I'm not wearing it. It's it's to the side right now. Okay. This is a this Sorry. is a nice warm sweater I'm in right now. Pete. Copy that. Feeling pretty um, good. Leah, by the way, this is a sweater. Yeah, that's, this, uh, is, this is this not is a, sweater. a sweater. What is yeah, this? This is a sweatshirt. I can't really see. Uh, it's no of, hood, oh, but so it's the same tweener. fabric as a hoodie. Hmm. Huh. It's a tweener. Yeah. 
We're going to have to come up with a term for that. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, another guy we need to talk about is the latest walking and talking star. And it's Barrett Hayton who wasted no time letting the juju get to work and now has scored in three straight games, including two goals since doing walking and talking. And as I tweeted, walking and talking and scoring also one of the keys to tonight's game. Wow. I will let Petey crow about this in just a minute. No, because you did yours about your article. You got your article in and your guys get hot around your articles. So I can talk about my thing. You can. Here's here's what Andre said, though. He didn't even think this was Barrett's best game. Uh, He said he's had better games recently, but he said too many people define success by points. I've I've seen what Barrett's been giving me in other areas for a long period here, Um, but it is nice to see him producing because he know how important this is to Barrett Hayton. He's done this his whole life. It's been frustrating for him. So I think it's, what is it? Nine points in his last eight games. Now, if I tweeted this earlier and I can't remember it, Uh, but he's producing and that's, that's nice to see. And, and let's face it. Even if you're going to be in a three C role as, as the third line center, you still need to produce some points in that role. You can't, you can't just say, Oh, he's a great defensive player and a penalty kill. He's got 20 points. No, that doesn't, that doesn't work in the NHL. You got to produce. But even in the first period, Craig, didn't you think prior t- t- to him scoring, he had some really good looks and some really good shots. Like the save that the auto goal he made in the second was unreal. On the, on Andre the said what save. he said. I, I was a little surprised when he said that because I yeah, liked I a lot of I thought he played parts, well but, tonight. But, you know, I'm not watching like every second the seeing nuances, all the little details. Yeah. You got to go back. I mean, you know, you'd have to be somebody like, I don't know, a video coach to be able to go back. <laughs> <and do that. laughs> I liked his game tonight. I had him as one yeah. of my three stars for sure, I thought. And you could see it. And Coach Turney, I thought the same thing because he was over the boards all the time. Um, tonight, and he, I imagine these guys need a little bit of a rest. We talked about the the workload without Cassian playing much, and with Keller out, guys are tired. Yeah, it's basically nine forwards tonight. What day is Nuts. tomorrow? I don't know. Friday. It's Friday, and they play Saturday, Sunday, and tomorrow's a travel day. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep. Tomorrow's a party day for us. Yeah, no, we already talked about that too. Yes, okay. and not to be confused with Craig St. Patrick's Day party. <laughs> Have I mentioned that I'm having a St. Patrick's Day party? When's the traffic? Do you know that yet? What's the traffic like on that? So you know, well, I said it in the office the other day. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm hosting the St. Patrick's Day." Somebody looks at me and goes, "Oh, when is that?" It's this. What? I'm... Okay. Come on. Cool. Anyway. I'm gonna. Yeah. That's uh, I'm not gonna but, name but... names. I'm not gonna throw somebody under the bus. So do they take the day off tomorrow? Like I, I, yes, they're not practicing. The they're flying at noon to Minnesota. Minneapolis. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> to Winnipeg. And then don't that's what I mean. You got two tough teams right now, and you got to take the, the time off. And in the middle of this, games in twenty six days, and they got to go to Minnesota and Winnipeg across the border, yep. then come back home. It's and then and it's going to be cold, nuts. and you're retired, and it's going to be dark, and that takes stuff out of your body too. It makes you feel exhausted just being there. Because trust me, I've lived there, so I know. <laughs> yeah, this is just not, and you can't practice. You can't practice. Well, yeah. you I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the, the schedule just so we can all get a visual of just like, when are you supposed to practice when you're flying you half these days and resting the other half? You can't practice on Monday when you come back. No, either. You, you got to rest that day. So you got to rest that day. It. It's nuts. Maybe the back to back after flying from Canada, Monday's off. It's 18th an off day. It's a practice day. That's it. Yep. That might and be it. Not. 
And then what? Ovechkin like comes to town and Dallas. Yeah. Then you're going to Dallas, who's one of the best teams in the West. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. This is just an unforgiving. And I don't know if you saw Detroit beat Toronto tonight. Do you know did Arizona it. beat Toronto twice? And now Detroit has beaten Toronto. So can you beat the Maple Leafs? I, I think they did twice. <sighs> huh. Um, but this Detroit team is better than people think too. In Washington, you talked about Ovechkin. You talked Dallas on the road. Like th- this Washington's is a, hot now. Yeah, Washington's playing well. They're schedule. charging up. Backstrom state. back. This is. <laughs> This was the one tonight, Ottawa and maybe yeah. Detroit, that you could yep. see the, the rest of this little stretch. They're still 0 for January. And have you <laughs> talked about what else happened around the NHL, buddy? Yeah, yeah all the good, that. all the losses for the tank. I mean, but the it, was, it was an 11 point deficit, a heartbeat ago with the Blackhawks. And now it's down it's to five. five. We, got a new, we got a new bottom team, Craig. It's Columbus. Yeah, and, well, and, and we just looked at the, the next five games. I don't know if four games, I don't know if they're winnable. One, two, three, four, five, five. I don't know if there's any winnable there. And Chicago's playing better. I'm I'm not thinking. Without it, Patty Kane. Yeah. Go figure. Go figure that out. Yeah, Detroit's the game I look at on this schedule and think maybe. But maybe. Yeah, Minnesota, Winnipeg, back-to-back? <laughs> no. And then the Capitals. Oh, yeah. They got Winnipeg just beat Buffalo in Buffalo tonight. Winnipeg's playing really good right now, uh-huh. and they're starting to to pick up their pace. Minnesota is always you, you might be able to sneak up on them if their goaltending is suspect in a game. You might be able to. I don't know, man. Hoping to catch up with Bones, by the way, for a story. Pete, we'll oh, see what happens. They got a fantastic. crazy schedule too, so we'll see. But but all for January is exactly what the doctor ordered. Just saying. Right back in it. Right back in it. But, and if you don't, and and I just urge everybody, because I know everybody wanted to go listen, go listen to Chris Peters again. And I think (laughs) Leah needs to tweet this again because we should just have that clip on our show. I'll I'll get the clip ready if you guys keep talking. We can't underscore this enough. (laughs) Well, that'll be hard for us, Leah. We never, (laughs) yeah, Craig and I can't talk. We don't like to talk, but you you can't. Well, I know we've talked about, hey, they won a few games. We talked about playoffs not but three weeks ago. Buddy, there is after seeing what Connor Bedard did in the World Juniors and what he's done back in, in the Western Hockey League, there is no doubt. And Chris Peters blatantly said that. And I said blatantly because Blake said this night, asked and came up again. <laughs> you have to lose. You have to give your team the best opportunity to get this player. Period. Yeah. And and by the way, Chris Peters also said on our show, and I I hadn't been paying attention to this chatter, you know, the recent scouting saying he's not a center anymore. Talk to a couple other people at the game tonight who are like, yeah, Connor Bedard is mm. not a center. He's going to play really? wing in this league. He's going to play wing in this league. That wow. is the thinking right now. But so what? If you get Patrick Kane, you don't care that he's playing on yeah, the wing, exactly. right? If you have right. that level of skill, it's okay. He can still carry the puck through middle ice. He can still make plays. You Austin just Matthews need that will be his center. That's true. There you go. Um, okay. Well, I have it. I have it. And this is a good reminder. Seven straight losses for the Coyotes. And and this is this is why coming straight from the mouth of Chris Peters. I'm telling you right now, like any team that is towards the bottom of the league, if they are not trying to lose, they are screwing up massively. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if they are not trying to lose, they are screwing up massively. So there you go. Have it. rebuild reminder. Uh, rebuild yeah. reminder. We haven't done yeah. that. And that's, in a that's while. truly it. And, and you you've talked about what can happen to this franchise if that happens. And you've seen what Logan Cooley's doing and Dylan Gunther's doing. And there is some good young talent around the franchise. And this would be the crowning achievement to that. So no doubt. I hate to say it. We're gonna have to suck this up for another 41. <laughs> Right. Woo! I know. I can't believe this is Halfway the midway today. point. I know it we is didn't the midway point. I'm going to have a mid-season report up tomorrow. So look at that. And we already talked about Lawson Krause. Everyone knows that's going to be in my story. Of course <laughs> it's going to be in my story because 
you know, I love it when a plan comes together. But he's got I'll the best about, beard at the midpoint for sure. Well, with Liam out, and I did see Liam today. Uh, Liam was uh, out game. Doesn't look like he's anywhere close to returning to the lineup. So Liam O'Brien's still out. Uh, so yeah, Lawson Krause does have the best beard. But some other things, some other impressions, you know, and I and I won't get into detail. But obviously, Clayton Keller has been producing. Didn't get a chance to tonight because he was out after just a couple and minutes. Might be out again. Yeah, we'll suspended. we'll see about that. Yeah, um, but I'll but I'll get into some of the other impressions. I you know I was gonna write about mullet magic at the mid midway point of the Ooh. season, but that's kind of evaporated. There, you finally had a storyline go against you. you evaporate, like, yeah. Like everyone else just does it knowing that you're going to write about them, but the mullet can't know that. So. Yeah, apparently um, not. Not getting the message. But on the subject, too, of just Coyotes at the midway point, I was curious, you know, we obviously talked a lot about who we thought the Coyotes All-Star would be ahead of time. We did a whole podcast on it. You can go back and listen. Um, and it was Keller. But I was curious once the Twitter vote opened who the team would campaign for because every team is campaigning for a, a handful of their players. So the Coyotes did release today that they're campaigning for um, Kraus, Chikrin, and Gostasbear. And I just thought it was interesting. Obviously, Kraus was one of the ones we talked about would be a really great fan vote for the, for the Coyotes. But Chicken and Ghost, like, showcase your stuff in front of a national audience, in front of all the all the teams. But I was just – I was curious about that too. And, yeah. of course, your story your, – you guys did your story on Chicken uh, today, which was excellent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if any of those guys are getting in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know how this works, yeah. right? Yeah, do you think the fans are voting for players in Arizona? Hey, it doesn't. It doesn't matter if they do or not. I'm just saying. I was like the who. No, they the were team's pushing choose. them for sure. Yeah, but like yeah, it, it was that. just interesting to see that. And and, and how the, veggie is like we talked about veggie on that yeah. podcast, but this was right before this huge slide. And yeah, like yeah. there, there's no sniff of veggie yeah, anywhere no. near no, All Star. It's a half yeah, page ad of chicken. Face yeah. it, it's a half page edge of chicken. Hey, this guy's should be an all star. Do you want interesting, him? isn't it? Yeah, yeah that so was he thing. was the big picture on that tweet. Yep, we'll see. Just we'll Just see. Perception becomes reality. Just saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking of chicken, go check out Craig and Petey's story on gophnx.com for diehards only. Phenomenal, phenomenal story, phenomenal analysis about. Chikrin, who had a really down year last year, is kind of back on pace to where he was in that almost Norris caliber season the year before. So check that out on gophnx.com. Become a diehard. Today, I love seeing the diehards in the chat, too. Yeah, and I want to say this. Uh, I'm going to pay PD a really high compliment here, and then you won't hear anything (laughs) like this for another month. Um, (laughs) The story today, I mean, and we, we went out, obviously, and talked to Chick together, and and it's fun to collaborate with someone on a story. PD gave me a sense of where he was going with the slides, so I knew what direction to go in with sort of two sections of my story. But some of the analysis, some of the things that PD broke down with what Chick was doing last year versus this season, which is a great way to frame it, by the way, just because last season was arguably his worst season as a pro, and now he's back to that level we saw a couple seasons ago. Some of the things that PD analyzed, I had not heard from anyone before. Literally, no one had talked about it yet. That's the advantage of having a former coach working with us. We can get that level of analysis. I said it to PD on the text. Wow. You are not getting this kind of coverage 
anywhere else of the Coyotes. Nobody's even coming close. When you can have that level of analysis, why the hell would you go anywhere else? Wow. wow. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah I'll insight. insult you tomorrow. Okay. Buddy. Yeah. I was going to say, don't, do that. <laughs> don't make a habit of that. Oh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Well, but no, it, 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 if, you, if you are a diehard and you haven't read it, I don't know why you haven't because that's why you're a diehard. Yeah. It was good stuff and it was good quotes and it was a good story. And in sitting down with Chick, it was just a really good conversation. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was good and, and he was candid and honest and it was really good. It was fun. I had a lot yep. of fun. Yeah. Um, that was a great advertisement for becoming a diehard and because not only do you get access to those um which you can't anywhere else but also you get 20 percent off merchandise and events including you know we have a great event coming up but we have all sorts of events in the works so stay tuned but 20 percent off those as a diehard and access to the discord as well which is another great perk um because you can directly chat with all three of us we're in there every single day pd's always in there answering like niche hockey questions and craig's always in there answering like insider questions and i'm just throwing we're talking about dieting in there today i know that was a very interesting conversation (laughs) um but but head on over to gophnx.com and uh sign up gophnx.com slash diehard to join the family and uh you know if you if you want to support us it really means a lot if you support our partners as well and our partner ogs is one we love a lot. Um, and I can't wait to try the new flavor. And I will say we are a big fan of OGs on this podcast. Um, and they have their new CBD THC happy balance ratio flavor, strawberries and cream. OGs will also be at the tea party tomorrow. Um, so say hi to them, go talk to them locally made unbelievable. You can find them at your local dispensary. You must be 21 or older to enjoy. And PD, I will say for the kind of game it was today, the, the side counter like hasn't really pretty, been needed. Pretty minimum, pretty minimum. But I think yeah. it was all the frustration that the team was getting out yes. on the ice. I was getting all frustration during the game, and and their comeback really um, highlighted that. I, 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 I was surprised that they still had gas in the tank in that third period. So mm-hmm. it was fun to watch. I had a good day. By the way, it. and I, I am, I am full on embracing the tank now. Like I'm over the oh, hey, all aboard one here, there, <laughs> all aboard the tank train. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Chris Peters, for that. But I'm on board. All seriously. aboard. Yeah, seriously. Yep. By the way, the chat has come up with Die Hard for Bedard. I like Love it. Love it. <laughs> I like it. Die Hard for Bedard. Love it. Totally. Nice. Yeah. Unreal. Um, Craig, any final notes on this game? Any guys you want to talk about before we let you go? I have one more thing for you, but I'm going to give you the, the final word. No, I got nothing more on this game. I just need to... Uh... I need to find out what we're wearing tomorrow. Are we going as triplets tomorrow, like wearing the same sweatshirt or something? Oh, we should match. That would be adorable. Or but not. we shouldn't coordinate. We'll just show up in the same thing anyway. That's fair. That would be kind of weird if it did there's a, but, but, Leah, there's so much more goes into this. And first, Craig, what's the first thing you have to know? before? What's the temperature going to be? Like, it's got to be is, cold. Like a... There's going to be when heaters. You're, when you're 26, you don't give a shit. You just got to wear what you want to wear. But when you're 55 or older, it's is it cold? I don't give a shit what I look like. I'm going to wear, I'm going to be warm. So that's, You think that's I'm going to, I'm going to be freezing. <laughs> I get cold so easily. That is a fair point. We're going to, the three of us are going to be huddled around the Find heater. Find us at the heaters with the hot chocolate. Yeah. I know. Yep. That's and maybe a couple beers to keep me warm. So. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there, maybe some Four Peaks and some cornhole. Is it cornhole uh, or is it bags? I call it cornhole. So do I. Cornhole. Yeah. Cornhole. Okay. 
Okay. Not that's a good will be. Yeah. Are you bringing it's your not. golf clubs, Craig? No. Yeah, I'm not no. sure. With your hips, probably not a great. <laughs> I got I'm a new hip, buddy. I've got a bionic hip. What are you talking about? It. I'm no, left-handed, I, so I have to bring my. No, own. I retired from the game of golf long ago. I got, I burned out on it. I'm done. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, I have one so more what do you thing. Got for me? Okay, well, it's it's for you, NPD, that I just want to bring up, um, really quickly. OEL <laughs> scratched wow. tonight, and I think it's poignant that this also happened on a night that Dylan Gunther had a goal and an assist because if you recall the Coyotes wow. traded OEL and Connor Garland to the Canucks for the pick that ended up resulting in Dylan Gunther. Um, OEL is the third highest paid player on the Canucks. The Canucks are right there in the mix. They're about to be a threat for the bottom. We need to keep our eye on them in the periphery. Tough, tough, tough season. But what do you guys think about OEL getting scratched tonight? It's just, Petey, you work with him a long time. I'll, I'll just say, first of all, it was noticed around here. And secondly, I saw some pretty funny Jim Benning memes tonight. <laughs> but anyway, I'll let Petey talk because you were you know, it's tough. Oil, it, it, a lot. Yeah. Oil wants to be better. He wants to be a factor in the game. He's got a lot of pride in his game. Like that, that to, to me, him sitting out is going to crush him. Like that is hard. This guy, he didn't always play like that because he played with a lot of injuries and a lot of pain, and people didn't know he always played with all of those injuries. Oyo was a premier player for this team when he first broke in, and then he took a few steps backwards for a various of reasons we've talked about before. This is going to be hard on him, and it's hard to bounce back from this, and the the trust between that coach and the players is already razor thin. Yep. Um, this isn't going to help be, because hard. you know he's liked in the hard room. Yep. And... Guys don't like that when you see something that happened to a guy. And I know if he deserved it because of his play, th this team isn't pushing for a Stanley Cup right now. So I have a hard time believing OEL is not one of your top 60. It's hard. It's hard to watch. And I will say this for the Coyotes. You got rid of that contract and you got Dylan Gunther. Big win. Remember that. Remember that because that was, that was the flashpoint for all of this. Yeah. They don't move that contract. This doesn't happen. They're no, they're not able to do a lot of things that they're doing. I yep. mean, remember where they were in terms of draft picks, even. Yeah, at, it's so after, true. After and the, now they're uh, loaded. Scandal and yeah. Taylor Hall trade. And yeah, now they're loaded again. But that yep. was a critical was a key move piece. to making all of this happen. Yep. Very true. Anyway, Craig, we'll let you get going so you can get some rest before the big event tomorrow. And you see, so you can get writing on that story, which I can't wait to check out. Um, but we appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon. Great seeing you guys. And hey, Petey, put it on your calendar. I am uh, having a party on St. Patty's Day, okay? My calendar goes to Have February. Have you written it down That's yet? It. Okay. No, I've got one month. It's only to February. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Show. All right. Bye. See you, Craig. Oh my God. We should explain to the people like this joke because Craig brought up that he's having this party for St. Patrick's Day, which is March 17th. Maybe November, PD? Oh, maybe. Yeah, like, like a long time ago. November? Maybe, before Christmas. Like yeah. way before Christmas. In March. Like, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I literally don't. Well, I do know tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to the, the, the Dobson Ranch golfing with Four Peaks. But I don't know. Like, But March? And then not only did he do that, he went as far as he looked at the almanac for what the weather was going to be. And then he started saying, well. <laughs> he literally did. That. He did. He literally looked up the average temperature and then yes. said, I think it's yeah, a good temperature to have a bonfire. <laughs> yeah, and then he's talking about the traffic patterns at that time of day. I'm like, what the? Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so every day we kind of give him a hard time about that. Anyway, yeah. That's what's going on. And you know what, Leah, before we go, because I know it's, I can tell we're getting to the end. We didn't bring it up. I was going to, I was about to prompt you. Don't. Okay, so 
for those on audio, he's grabbing his latest puzzle in the background. Um, it looks to be hockey related. This might be my favorite all time. And I okay. might literally might bring this to the studio. Like this is awesome. Oh, don't awesome. break it. Oh my God. It's like this is wow. Oh stuff. my God. Like, I love Howell, that. The Hanson brothers. You got all the logos from the original six teams. It is super cool. That's I know awesome. it could absolutely hang at the PHNX studios. I think it's super cool. It's That's really awesome. neat. It's got Bobby Orr on it. Um, Bobby Hall, Gordy Howe. It's really cool. So that was the PD's puzzle. Love it. From the holidays. And yes, they are all glued together. And I have a stack. of. We counted 23 puzzles are glued together. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with them. But I, got <laughs> I don't want you to do with them. But they're all glued together. God, I love it's it one so of those much. things as you get older, you just gather stuff and you go, I don't know what I'll do with it. Someday I'll do something with it, but I don't know. I think that one needs to make it down to PHNX. I do too. I think it'd be cool at PHNX, right? You frame it and put it up in the studio. Okay. <laughs> Happy in-law freedom. Someone said. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. No idea. Um, okay. I know we are wrapping up. I know we have been going long. There's just been a lot to talk about tonight. I do want to quickly, quickly, quickly give a shout out. I know we've been talking about U of A hockey quite a bit this week, yeah. um, but very quickly, I want to give a shout out to them for their new jerseys. Wow. Uh, these blue, if you're watching this on YouTube, blue jerseys. If you're not, you can check it out on Twitter at UA Wildcat Hockey, an account I used to be behind PD Fun Fact nice. in the year 2017, back in the day. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, love these jerseys. It's great. And if only we can see them in action against ASU in D1, I'm dying to one day see a D1 program at U of A. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but these are sick jerseys. Yeah, so those I want to give them a shout out. We talk about ASU all the time. So I want to give a like shout out to jerseys. my alma mater. Yeah. And I, got, I've, I've, I have been down and been lucky enough to see them play at the TCC and, and yep. watch the U of A play. And it's a hell of a hockey program and they have a good team. And if you're in Tucson and you want to see hockey, go check them out because they're a lot of fun. Absolutely do it. Um, I saw way earlier in the chat, I can't even find the comment, but I remember Tyler said it was his first time at the mullet today. Nice. We also saw a few people in our Discord who were at the game tonight. Great game pictures, to go yeah. to. Really entertaining. Um, How do you get it? Well, PD, I hope for Tyler's sake and everyone else, they got them on game time, especially today, because when you buy tickets on game time last minute, you can save up to 60% off. It's the best way to buy tickets to shows, concerts, sporting events, any event. Do it. Um, check out game time. And the best way to support us is by buying with the link below in our description. We appreciate when you do. And uh, let us know what events you're going to with it. So we love to hear that as well. And speaking of fun things to do, check out Octane Raceway and Mavericks. If you're looking to you know, get out there on, on the weekend or during the week, check out Octane. It's a blast. We've been out there a few times. It's so much fun. Um, Petey's been in the go-karts. <laughs> How'd you do? Good father this? son thing. I told you this already. Good father son thing. Yep. So great, great activity with your friends. They have uh, weekday deals: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and Sunday. All sorts of deals. So check them out. And the Super Bowl today is January twelfth. On February twelfth is the Super Bowl. That's when that is. Yep. So a month from today. If you want a fun, like if you're like, whoa, how am I going to watch the Super Bowl? If you want a really fun environment to watch Super Bowl, watch the big game at Mavericks. Dozens of 4K televisions, a 20-foot jumbotron, 5,000-square-foot restaurant, 
featuring a chef-curated menu. By the way, the food, unbelievable. Craft beers, including Four Peaks on Tap, and custom cocktails. Enjoy the Super Bowl experience at Mavericks. Book in advance at mavericks.com slash the big game. All right. We have one final thing to do, Petey, and it's What's look. That? Oh, no. You guys, he's back. He's, he's back in town. He's not, he wasn't producing tonight, but he is back. And the punch card no, has been lives. revived. Yes. It lives. Updated. Updated and halfway. It's oh the punch my God, card. There it is. Look at all of that red. Woo. Oh. One, Seven two, straight two. losses. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God he's back and we get Thank back. God. To... I know. I can't wait for him to be back behind the Mac. And by the way, and ter- how this show is cursed with awful travel. We need Sean to tell us about his travel day. Oh, no. bad. Oh, bad. And I don't think he has his luggage still. Was yesterday the day that the, the FAA <laughs> yeah. and he was flying on that day? Yes. No. See, I get my days mixed up because I, I just do. But that was yesterday when all that happened. And he was a flying day yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. He um, texted us. This is all I'll say. He texted us last night. Me in Phoenix. My bags. Not in Phoenix. So, Uh-oh. how long was he gone? See, I don't know. We'll talk like about a week and all that. I just, yeah. I guess, a week is it? Is, is you got to draw the line somewhere? Carry yeah, on. but we're happy to have Sean back. Um, but back. everybody, thank you so much. The, thanks for chiming in in the chat. Your comments are always amazing and hilarious and, and informative. We appreciate you. If you're listening later, we appreciate you. Whether you're listening on audio or on YouTube. Like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe if you're listening on audio. Leave us a review there. We appreciate that immensely. And follow PGNX Sports across all social platforms on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. There's a ton of stuff going on. Arizona Sports is, they, it's always something going on and we got you covered. So we appreciate you immensely with that. And you can follow us on Twitter at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause, tweet at him that you're happy he's back and you're happy the punch card is back in one piece. He'll be happy to hear it, especially after his shitty travel day yesterday. But you can also follow our show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Share it with your friends. Again, we appreciate you all immensely. We'll be off tomorrow, but we'll see you at the tea party if you're going to be there. Can't wait. I know a bunch of you are coming, so can't wait to talk to you there. But we'll be back Saturday night after the Minnesota game. Oh, yeah. Let's oh yeah. <laughs> and make sure you say hi to us tomorrow because yes. don't don't just come up and talk to us because we don't know who everybody is by their names and stuff. Yes, so. yes, definitely. So, um looking forward to it. But until then, everybody, enjoy the rest of your night and we'll talk to you soon.